right, uh, quickly to Isaiah chapter number 55. Uh, while you're making your way there, I'm going to continue with some thoughts from this morning uh, and about just, uh, we seem to do that which is right in our own eyes, and we're living a day in a time where that's more prevalent. Uh, but I heard a phrase that I've heard many, many times in my life this week. I've said it many times uh, as well. Uh, and, uh, and that is a phrase that goes this way, the heart wants what the heart wants. Now, you've heard that, uh, and it's really, uh, as a saying, as a truth, it's probably one of the most saddest things, uh, really, when you think about it. Uh, and, uh, and it's one of the most destructive truths, um, really, that is out there in the world. Uh, the Bible says in Jeremiah 17 that our hearts uh, are you know, deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Not just wicked, but desperately wicked. And, uh, and when we follow our hearts... Um, and I know people talk about it, it's like love and following our hearts and, uh, and uh, when it comes to uh, purpose in life or maybe some goal that they have, uh, there's something they're pursuing and we understand the sentiment behind those sayings, but biblically understanding the fact that our hearts um, are, are wicked uh, and we've got to be very, very careful. God warns us in scripture to guard our hearts. Uh, he says that uh, our eye affects our hearts. Uh, and uh, so the heart wanting what the heart wants, nine times out of ten, is probably not a good thing. Uh, and when I have said it or invoked it uh, in scenarios, and, uh, you know, and it's usually around relationships. Uh, there have been many times uh, in, uh, in my uh, life as a pastor, as I observe and watch, and uh, courtships, you know, people dating or whatever, and, uh, and uh, when, when, uh, when people... They have their, their heart set on an individual. Their mind is made up. Uh, we've had people here preach talking about soul ties, and, uh, and we've got to be very careful uh, about those things. Um, when they're, uh, maybe people are pushing back, saying maybe this is a good idea. People say, well, the heart wants what the heart wants. Uh, and what they're saying is, is they're just tapping out. Like, there's no competing uh, with, uh, with what, the heart, what the heart wants. It's going to get what it wants. Uh, so the heart wants uh, what the heart wants. Uh, so as we spoke this morning about that, that truth in a way uh, that uh, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death in Proverbs 16 and uh, in Proverbs 14. There are other verses in the Bible uh, that speak to, to that principle. Um, and uh, you'll have your place there in Isaiah 55. If you want to turn uh, to some of these other uh, verses, you certainly can. Uh, but uh, in Proverbs 12... Uh, in verse number 15, uh, the uh, scriptures say, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearketh unto counsel is wise. We know that we're supposed to go to the Word of God uh, in all of our getting to get understanding. We should seek after wisdom, and uh, God places a great value upon the wisdom of, of, of His Word and knowledge of Him and understanding. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and so when we get saved... Uh, we really embark on this, uh, this journey uh, of, of uh, simulating, uh, meditating, reading, memorizing the Word of God, hiding it in our, our hearts that we might not sin against Him. Uh, wherewithal shall the young man cleanse his way uh, by taking heed thereto according uh, to thy word. So uh, if, uh, if you want to know uh, in you know, one, I guess not, it's not a chapter, but in Psalm 119, uh, almost every single verse in Psalm 119 has to do with uh, the Word of God 
uh, in what it is, what it does, and its value to us. If you're a, a believer, uh, a blood-bought child of God, uh, you, you value the Bible. Uh, you should, at the beginning, desire it, uh, the sincere milk of it, of the word that you may grow. Uh, but the Bible says also that it's meat and uh, in its bread, uh, it's uh, water. Uh, it is uh, something to be desired more than gold, yea, than much fine gold, uh, sweeter also than the honey uh, and the honeycomb. Uh, so much is in the Word of God uh, about the Bible and its value in our life. And if you believe the Bible is valuable, say amen. amen. All right. Uh, but we, we, because we're foolish... Uh, and our hearts are deceitful uh, and desperately wicked, um, we, we do what is right in our own eyes. We can have all the evidence in front of us, as I mentioned this morning, and we're going to be kind of back into that thought about uh, salvation uh, in, in, uh, in, from Isaiah 55. And by the way, when you read the book of Isaiah all the way up there, especially to get into 53 and 54, uh, God is revealing, uh, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ uh, and who He is, uh, and about his, by His stripes, etc. All the prophetic parts, and then we get into chapter number fifty-five, uh, and He says, He says, "Ho, uh, we'll get there. Everyone that thirsteth, come." Uh, that's like, alas, it is now that I've we've established this truth and who the Messiah is and what He's going to do. Uh, alas, and then He gives instruction, uh, which we'll read. Uh, at the end of our time uh, tonight, about 8 o'clock, 8.30 uh, or so. Uh, but uh, uh, So a way of a fool is right in his own eyes. Uh, but he that hearketh unto counsel is wise. Um, uh, I just had, uh, well, Brother um, Haley, our, our missionary to Botswana. By the way, they're raising money uh, to buy this uh, uh, big place outside of the city. Uh, I think I've mentioned it. Uh, we'll give some money. He called me. We're talking about it. I said, I'm tracking it. Uh, just kind of see how it's going. Uh, he'll be with us in the, the end of November, December, uh, staying at the mission house. And, uh, and, uh, and he called me, just uh, uh, let, let me know that he's praying for me, et cetera. Uh, and he just said, I, you know, I've got a, a group of guys, about five guys, that we just, doesn't matter if we give counsel or whatever, but uh, we just call each other and talk to each other and, uh, and uh, try to encourage one another. And we know the scriptures say that in the multitude of counselors that there is wisdom. Uh, and it doesn't mean that you do everything that your counselor, counselors say, uh, but, uh, but we should have that. There are people that we should go to, uh, bounce things by, and, and uh, ask questions, uh, because there's wisdom in counsel. Uh, the Bible says in Proverbs 28, verse 26, He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool, but whoso walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. So we know that in counsel there is wisdom, so to walk wisely uh, would be to get that. Uh, we also uh, understand that we get counsel from the Word of God as we read it and study it. Uh, we get counsel in preaching. Um, you know, when somebody comes to me and asks if I, if I can counsel them, whatever, marriage counseling, etc., um, I, I expect for them, uh, my expectations for them to come to at least one worship service a week. 
uh, because there's a lot of counseling that can come from that. By the way, I forgot to mention this at the beginning, uh, and I'm sorry I forgot to do that, but pray for Brother Bray. Brother Bray is at the hospital, and he has uh, getting his uh, gallbladder uh, removed probably tomorrow. Uh, so he's been in a lot of pain, and so if you pray, pray for them, uh, he is over there. And, and uh, all that, of course, if you've ever had that, you know it kind of presents like a heart issues. And, and so it's, uh, often it's a relief when it's the gallbladder, but it's still a thing. And uh, so pray for him, uh, if you would, this evening and into tomorrow uh, and for Miss Christie and the family as well. So he that trusted in his own heart is a fool. Um, you know, but I've had people say, you know, you know, the only thing I trust is my own heart. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and these are Christians, people who've read. These are people I know uh, that read the book of Proverbs in their devotional time. And it says that if you trust your heart, you're a fool. Uh, but but I, can't even, I can't even count uh, the numbers of times uh, that I've had Christians, and I know they mean well, and I know uh, it's a way that they just express uh, how they've come to a decision or the will of God in their life, and they say, well, I've, I've, I've got peace in my heart uh, that, uh, that this is what I'm supposed to do. I've had people tell me, you know, um, we, we prayed about, uh, about getting divorced, and, we just, and the Lord's just given us peace. And, uh, and when the Bible says what God is doing together, let no man put asunder, et cetera. And, and uh, you, know, you may get one, uh, and that might be what, what takes place. Uh, but, uh, but, but never tell me you prayed about it and God told you to do it. Uh, because that just is not true. Uh, but uh, people come to those decisions. And, and in fact, there's probably people who do pray. Uh, in those moments and try to get wisdom from God uh, and, uh, and come to a decision. But, but if truth be known, in all, with all of us, uh, we make many, many decisions in our life that we don't pray about uh, and we attribute it good to, you know, uh, to the Lord and bad to the Lord. And uh, we give God credit for a lot of times things that we've, we've not even thought about. We just go ahead and do them. Uh, I thought you said that steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. They are. Uh, God will direct our steps if we trust in Him and, uh, and, uh, and don't lean on our own understanding from Proverbs chapter number uh, 3. Uh, but, uh, but you know there's probably been many times in your life and maybe more in the future where, uh, where you, you don't prayerfully consider something and you make a decision uh, and, uh, and then you give God uh, the credit for it and say that it is the will of God. Uh, but there are choices that we make. Uh, the heart wants what the heart wants, and, uh, and, uh, but uh, it is a dangerous, dangerous thing. But think about uh, some, of the, some of the choices that we make uh, could bring physical death. Uh, I, I, I'm thinking about you know, David's sons, Amnon, uh, thought that, uh, that he could uh, take his sister. He died for that. I think about Absalom, who thought it, thought it right to steal his father's kingdom, and he died for that. And uh, Adonijah thought it right to use Solomon's uh, mother to beg for Abishag, and he died for that. Um, th- there's example after example of people who made what they thought was the right decision and followed their heart, and it ended up in physical death. Uh, we can make, you know, you know uh, crazy decisions, and, uh, and, and that would be the case for us, usually, you know, tr- cheating death or people who are thrill-seekers or whatever, and uh, and do that. I, I try to be mindful and, and, and uh, responsible uh, when I do things and uh, ride my motorcycle and all of that. Uh, but we, we take risks and we make choices. Uh, one time, I, uh, I think I've told this story. If you're new here, maybe you haven't heard it. But, uh, you know, one time I went skydiving. Somebody bought me 
uh, a skydiving thing tandem. It looked like I was in like a baby thing uh, on this guy. Uh, so, you know, I'm like strapped onto him, you know, front like a baby carrier. And, uh, and we jumped out of an airplane. But uh, I rode my Harley to go skydiving. And, and the most dangerous thing I did that whole day is I stopped at a gas station and, and got sushi. Uh, and, uh, and so totally living on the edge that day uh, in, many, in many, many ways. So we take risks uh, in some of the choices that we make following our heart and doing what the heart wants uh, or f- following things with our, uh, you know, the desires of our heart. How many people we know uh, that have lost their life in pursuit uh, of, of things that they thought uh, was the right thing to do. Uh, so some choices uh, bring physical death. Some choices bring uh, soul death. Uh, and, and what I mean by that, like Samson, uh, Samson thought it was okay. He said, you know, go get that girl for me. Uh, and uh, he thought that uh, he was uh, uh, doing the right thing to date an unbeliever, but she left him blind and destroyed and grinding in a prison in Judges 16. And uh, Solomon thought it was right to marry unbelievers, and, uh, but uh, they turned his heart to idolatry and Rehoboam. His son thought it right uh, to prefer his young counselors, and in doing so, he lost ten tribes. Uh, in the kingdom, uh, the kingdom was split, and so uh, there are things that affect our physicality, that affect our soul. Uh, but the choice that I mentioned this morning, uh, in doing that which we think is right, despite truth and of God's word, and uh, and even history, and uh, in, uh, in not even biblical history, but even secular history, with uh, the thing saying, well, Roman Catholicism uh, was first. And uh, when uh, it takes two minutes uh, in uh, an Internet search to figure out uh, that that isn't the case. Uh, but there are some choices that bring eternal death or second death. Uh, and what the scripture talks about in eternal torment, lake of fire, Revelations 20. Uh, and, uh, and the only way to avoid that is to have your name written in Lamb's Book of Life. I preached about that uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and uh, and um, a, surprise, you know, uh, a surprise to most uh, that the fearful and the unbelieving, um, you know, uh, uh, those uh, they are abominable and murderers, Revelation 21.8. The Bible says that these are people uh, who will not find the kingdom of God. You must be born again. You've got to be regenerated. You, got to be, you have to be forgiven uh, for your sins uh, in order uh, to, to gain heaven. And Jesus Christ has provided that for us. And so our heart is deceitful above all things. Your heart lies to you. Uh, and, uh, and it lies to you more than anyone else does, uh, but you believe it. Uh, you believe your heart is desperately wicked. And so your heart always lies and tends towards folly and sin. Uh, and because your heart is deceitful uh, and wicked, you cannot fully grasp its danger, uh, the danger in following your heart, apart from the Scripture's warnings. That's why God places these verses that we've read, and many others, there's a lot more, but, but you know, dessert is on the table. Uh, and uh, so the verse, the verse concludes, uh, you know, uh, in, in Jeremiah 17, 8 and 9, um, you know, who can know it? Your heart is, de- you know, nobody can know it. You can't follow it. You don't know what your heart's going to do or the way your heart is going to uh, direct you. And it lies to you. Uh, and, uh, and you should not, should not, 
Biblically speaking, I'm not talking, you know, memes and whatever, following your heart. Uh, you need to follow the Word of God. You need to follow, follow God, all the Holy Spirit's leading uh, in your life. Uh, and so the Scripture warns us who can know it. But let me ask you a question. Uh, and I'm asking this question of myself as well. Um, why do you uh, instinctively uh, and confidently think that your ideas are better than everybody else's? It's just, it's like, it's instinctive in our sin nature uh, to think our ideas uh, and uh, are better than other people. Uh, and uh, in, its, in its arrogance um, and its, uh, its narcissistic self-love is what it really is. Uh, and we live in that day and time. Now, you know, I, you know, I'll kid about it. Like, you know, I'll say like I know everything or whatever and, and, and make fun of that it, with the purpose of everybody understanding and knowing that I don't know everything. Uh, but there are people who think that they do. And if, like for real. Uh, and, uh, and every time uh, you try to, uh, you know, uh, have this idea or talk about something, they got something bigger and better and, uh, and they just, they take over uh, and it's, it's narcissism and it's, and it's rooted in pride uh, in sin. Uh, and sin. Uh, and think about it this way, uh, young people, or all of us, um, when you arrived uh, uh, in life, dirtying yourself several times a day and survived only because your parents did every single thing for you. Uh, but then just a few, late, few years later, you think you know more than them and everybody else. That's your wicked, sinful pride and the narcissism and, uh, that is there. Uh, children think that they can disobey their parents, but Proverbs 30, verse number 17 says uh, that you'll lose if, you're, if that's what your heart says that you should do. Um, you know, uh, there's all kinds of scriptures about relationships with wives and husbands in the, in the Word of God uh, that, uh, that we should follow. We think that, um, you know, um, parenting children uh, is too hard, but God says to train them up in the way they should go. And, uh, and uh, so uh, you can actually hear uh, the deceitful and desperately wicked heart uh, when people say things like, I have peace about it, or I think this way is wrong, or I don't feel that such is right, or my heart tells me that you are wrong. Uh, and most of the time, what, what they're saying is nonsense. They might have a feeling, uh, a feeling in their heart. Uh, and the heart wants what the heart wants, but you can't ever trust it. And I'd much rather um, um, have the heart of God uh, guiding my decisions than my own heart or the heart of man uh, or your heart or somebody else's heart. So safety is only in mistrusting your heart. You've got to mistrust it and obey uh, your teachers, your parents, your counselors. The Bible says to bring every thought into captive obedience to Scripture. Uh, the Word of God says, in keeping your heart with all diligence, Proverbs 4, verse 23, 2 Corinthians 10, don't, uh, do not ever let your mind think outside the Word of God. Uh, and uh, which means you must learn it. Uh, you've got to learn it well. Psalm 119, verse 11. Uh, and, uh, and don't allow uh, the profane thought that you can get away with disobeying it and be okay because you uh, you're not going to be. Uh, but your heart will tell you things like you will be. Uh, and, uh, and that's not a good thing. Now, over to Isaiah uh, 55. Um, there's a part of these verses that I quoted this morning. Uh, in reference to the lady that we're praying for and 
uh, and uh, in uh, so continue to pray for Sally, and I'm looking forward to uh, to trying to get in touch with her and uh, share more of the gospel with her. But uh, but it might be you know um, picking grapes and uh, strawberries and uh, raking leaves and and other types of things, investing uh, in someone and building relationship uh, because she's not ready. Um, she's she said um, you know I believe what I believe. Uh, in essence, saying, I'm going to follow my heart. Uh, regardless of what you've said, she didn't say this, but this is the message she's saying. I know what you're saying. Uh, in fact, she even finished some of the verses uh, that I was saying, uh, but yet still says, I'm going to do uh, what I feel is right. Uh, and, uh, and that is um, understandable, because that's the way most people are. Uh, but in Isaiah 55, uh, and I'm not going to preach all of this, and I'll be done here just in maybe 10 minutes. Uh, but again, it says, Ho, verse 1, Every one that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. He that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Uh, here we have a great invitation by the Lord uh, in, its, in His generous provision uh, of salvation. Uh, this is, uh, is so prophetic and so filled with truth and doctrine, theology. Uh, in these verses, it's, it's a wonderful passage of Scripture. But he says in verse 2, Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, uh, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. What he's basically saying is, why are you going to waste your money on bread that's not going to nourish you? Um, or, uh, or labor for things that are not going to satisfy. It's a waste of time. Um, and in the context of what is going on here in uh, speaking to the children of Israel, uh, God is revealing to them uh, who the Messiah is and what He's going to do. Uh, and He's saying, why are you going to do these other things that are not going to satisfy? The only satisfaction that you can get uh, is through uh, this Lord, uh, Jesus, uh, we know him to be, uh, and, uh, and he says, uh, incline your ear, verse 3, and come unto me and hear, your soul shall live. Talks about making a covenant uh, with them. Verse number, uh, well, verse 5, behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God and for the Holy One of Israel, for he hath glorified thee. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord. Uh, and he will have mercy upon him and your God, for he will abundantly pardon. That's uh, in a nutshell the gospel as I presented this morning. Uh, the, you know, repentance is being necessary, asking God. It's returning to the Lord uh, and repentance towards God and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that he will abundantly pardon. Uh, and uh, scriptures say that he cleanses us and uh, removes our sin from us as far as the east and the west. And then we have this two verses that we often rest out of the context of Isaiah 55. Uh, in a way, I, it's not that I rested it out this morning and made the application, uh, but here's what it says in verse 8. And it's not, it's not even necessarily about, you know, the, you know, as we... Well, let's read it. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For the, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts uh, than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth bud, uh, and bud, that it may give seed to her sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be. 
that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto uh, I sent it. Um, so we would, we would take, for example, you know, a circumstance in our life, uh, and uh, as we try to figure out what God is doing or, or why He is doing it, uh, and uh, we come to the conclusion, um, hopefully quickly uh, and not too slowly, uh, that God has plans that we know not of, uh, and that His ways are higher than our ways, and we can't, we can't know the ways of God. Uh, and we'll apply it, in essence, to those circumstances. And it's a fair application, because the principle is uh, His ways are higher uh, than ours. Uh, but in the passage of Scripture, it's really dealing with uh, what God is doing and providing in salvation. Uh, and, uh, and we, as human beings, uh, conjure up in, in all these different religions and sub-religions you know, sub and groups off of this and, uh, and all of, of uh, church history, and I'll use that term loosely, are just offshoots and branches uh, of, of people not getting along and then they split off and start other things. One of the main ones was uh, Martin Luther. Uh, in his 95 thesis, and, uh, and, uh, and they protested, and the Protestant movement started, and all those uh, fingerlings of churches that started off. Uh, and and that's, that's really what happens when, when man uh, follows their heart uh, in their own wisdom and forsakes the wisdom of God's Word. Um, we, we make a mess of it every single time. Uh, and uh, so, uh, you know, this lady that I'm witnessing to and will witness to, um, I've got to, at some point, with the help of the Holy Spirit, show her scriptures uh, that, to say she can't trust her heart. She can't trust what she has um, thought of. Now, uh, I, I think, I, think uh, I know how old she is because I, I had to give her date of birth uh, to the people uh, on the other end of the phone for the insurance. Um, so she's, she's lived a while, uh, and, uh, and she has been um, what she, uh, she is uh, faith-wise and religion for, um, for, the, for longer than, you know, most of the people in this room have been alive. Um, and there's that adage, um, it should be in the Bible, but it's not, uh, that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Uh, and, uh, and there's a lot of truth in that. We kind of get in our ways and we do what we're going to do. Uh, and somebody comes along and there's a better way or a more efficient way. And, and, we, and we push back and say, well, that's not the way that I do it. Uh, and, uh, and young whippersnappers just scratch their head and wonder, well, why wouldn't you want to do it better? And we're stubborn. So we're going to do what, what we're going to do. And that's just the, the way that it is. Uh, and, uh, and there are a lot, of, uh, a lot of people who feel that same way about, about religion. So I can take uh, the Word of God, which we're supposed to place our trust in, uh, and the counsel from the Word of God, and, and can, I, can, I can show the Bible. And by the way, I can take a Catholic Bible and show somebody how they can trust Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, because there's enough Scripture in there uh, in order to do that. Um, there are people that, uh, that uh, for um, uh, the Mormons, for example, they use the King James Version. 
uh, and uh, but they also uh, the um, the Book of Mormon and uh, and all the different things. In fact, I was studying for a message the other day, and uh, and uh, and I saw this this heading, uh, and so I clicked on whatever I thought this was going to be great. But all the scripture references were from Moroni and uh, and uh, all this uh, LDS stuff uh, that was there. And so so but x that out. I don't want any. I don't want any information from there. Say, well, you could learn something. I want to learn that. Um, uh, and uh, I'm going to spend my whole life trying to learn this book, and, and I'm not going to finish. Uh, I've got no use for uh, Joseph Smith and, uh, and, uh, and all the different things and, uh, of that nature. So he so said, what are you saying tonight? Uh, I'm saying is that you can't trust your heart. The Bible is very clear. Um, you know, uh, and maybe a little bit of a, a warning, I guess, or uh, a little bit of advice that when you come at me with all those cliches about your heart and following your heart and the heart wants what the heart wants, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw the flag and just say, no, the Bible says if you follow your heart, you're a fool. And, uh, and so, you know, we say, I love somebody with all my heart or I'm going to give somebody my heart. And, uh, and I get all of the things that we say. But when we, when we take those sayings uh, and we, and we uh, re- relate them or compare them to what the Word of God says, um, we've got to put those away uh, and, and not trust your heart. So when you come to me and say, my heart, I feel like I, feel like I need to, uh, you know, uh, marry this man or marry this woman or, or make this decision or take this job. I just feel it in my heart. Um, know that your heart may be lying to you. Chances are pretty good that it is. Uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, um, I'll use this example and I'll be done. Uh, years and years ago, we had a family in our church uh, in, back in Wisconsin. Uh, and uh, uh, he decided he was going to take a job, uh, his family, move his family uh, to uh, a place in Minnesota, a very remote area. Uh, and uh, and uh, counselors, pa- pastor, I mean, everybody said this is a terrible idea. Uh, and it was really for like a couple dollars more an hour is what he would make. Uh, and so he moved his family up there, and it was a terrible idea. And after you know, a short amount of time, uh, they came back uh, with his tail between his legs, having to say, you know, yeah, you, know, you were right, and you were right, and you were right. Uh, but it was a perfect example of somebody just doing what they feel was right without, without following counsel. And, and by the way, you know, you need to be, I believe in the local church. We talked about that earlier with, uh, with the licensing thing. Um, if, if you're going to move somewhere, one of the first things you should find out is, is there, a, is there a good independent Baptist church where I'm moving? That should be the first thing on the agenda. Before, before checking out the school system, uh, before you know, checking out if there's a Walmart in town, the first thing on your agenda, is there a Bible-believing, soul-winning, independent Baptist church in that town? And if there isn't, or there, wasn't, there isn't one close by, my question is, are you going to start one? Um, or are you just not going to go there? Uh, because, because you can go to somewhere and think, you know, money can't buy happiness. And you think going somewhere for a couple extra dollars an hour is going to fix all your problems. But you get out of the will of God and out of church uh, for mammon, it's a recipe for disaster. So I don't care how much you say your heart, you know your heart and you're, you've got peace about it. Uh, you're a fool. So, so find out. 
Um, but, but I, you know, um, there's been story after story of people I know that have moved away from here and still looking for a church. Uh, and, uh, and that should be like, you know, bef- before you pick a house, before you know where you're going to live, where are you going to go to church? And I'm not to say you go in a place in the south, you can go, there's 30 churches in your town, and you might need to, to uh, visit a few while you're there. Uh, but if there's none for 100 miles, I, I would really question the peace of your heart. Uh, you've been duped. Your heart has duped you uh, and lied to you and you, and you, and you believed it. Uh, so be careful for that. Um, but when you talk to somebody about God uh, and faith and trusting in Jesus Christ, they're going to come at with you with all the things they believe and feel. Uh, and as kindly as you can, as tactfully and prayerfully as you can, uh, you need to give them the word of God uh, and, uh, and, and show them some scriptures that, that say that they can't trust in that. And, uh, and uh, in God's thoughts, in his ways, are higher than our ways. And I, I, I kind of wish, I've said this before, I wish, I wish that we had a work salvation. Um, because the list for Saturday's workday would be absolutely filled. Um, I could say, if you don't come to the work day on Saturday, you're going to die and go to hell, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I would, I, would, I would lay it on so thick all the time. I mean, we would, we'd be, we would be building buildings and, uh, and we'd be doing all kinds of crazy stuff. But guess what? We're not saved by works. But in as, as a blessing as that is, it really whips us into an apathy that is oftentimes pretty sad. And, uh, and so, you know, uh, some Jehovah's Witnesses or Mormons or whomever, they come knocking on the door. Or, uh, some, uh, they come, elder so-and-so comes by and says, hey, can I mow, can I mow your grass for you? Uh, and they're out, they're out doing what they're doing. Uh, you know, I'm like, well, you know, I wish we had the same zeal. Uh, and uh, with the truth as cults do uh, with lies. Uh, and so uh, take these verses, you know, to heart uh, and, uh, and don't trust your own, uh, but always go to the Word of God. Check your feelings with facts. And the first place you do that is in the Word of God. Uh, and because uh, your heart uh, is going gonna, is gonna to mess you up time and time again. Say, Pastor, I've told you that I love somebody or whatever. I'm going to marry or I got married and I've said these things. And, and, uh, and, you, and uh, but, but most of the time, people don't come to me for marriage counseling. I'm doing some now and I've just done some recently. Most time people come to me, they're already decided. They've already decided who they're going to marry. Uh, and, uh, and, 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 and I know um, that um, if I was to say, no, you really shouldn't. I think it's a bad idea uh, that uh, it's going to cause a lot of problems. Um, uh, if I need to say it, I'll say it. Uh, but um, but I, I hate being the kind of person that, you know, uh, people have to come back to to fix problems that, uh, that they got themselves into because they followed their heart. Uh, and, uh, and, and it lied to them. Uh, and uh, I don't think any, anybody who's recently got married has done that. Uh, all right, uh, okay, so don't get all weird uh, in things. Uh, but uh, but it, has, it has happened uh, and will happen in the future uh, if, that's our guiding, if that's our guiding light uh, is that desperate, wicked heart. So don't, don't let it begin in the Word of God. Amen. Let's all stand tonight with our heads bowed and our eyes closed. We'll have an invitation, maybe by prayer tonight, uh, and uh, we would just ask God uh, to guard our hearts, to have, uh, have a heart for the Word of God, uh, maybe it could be to commit yourself to uh, getting more godly counsel and wisdom 
in regards to decisions. And uh, I don't know, I just, I just grew up and I didn't grow up in church, but once I got saved and was in church, man, I went to my pastor and asked him about everything. It's like, you know, I'm going to do this and what do you think and can you pray for me and, uh, and on and on. And, and, uh, and really, uh, and this is, I'm just being transparent. Uh, most of the time people come to me with their minds made up, whatever it is. Whatever, it, not, not can you pray with me on this decision? It's just, I'm just letting you know that this is what I've decided. Uh, 